Welcome to The Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show in its 22nd year on Voice America, and very excited to be with you. This program is really all about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. And today we are talking all about that, particularly for women, but for couples, to how do you really realize your potential and make your dreams happen? My guest is Andrea Beach. She is the founder and CEO of both Access Network and Beachfront Custom Development. She is a leading authority on technology and consumer behavior and has advised Fortune 500 companies, mentored a variety of startups, and created engaging activations for some of the world's largest brands. Andrea's track record includes investing the first global platform capable of programming and sending personalized mobile communications in 147 languages, consulting on cybersecurity issues, and implementing one of the world's first examples of dynamic location-based text messaging. She's on the board of directors for the Small Business Council of Consumer Technology Association and is a media commentator and keynote speaker. She covers the future of engagement through technology. Now, she also is a a humanitarian and she's an acclaimed life and business coach in addition to all of the other things I read. And she's empowered people from all over the world. And that's what we're talking about today is how has she used all of this wisdom and knowledge from her background in technology and also in human potential to help so many women and men as well. Her newest venture is Life Unleashed Online, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. So let's talk about this. This is your newest venture. How did Leash, uh, Life Unleashed Online happen? How did it evolve from everything else? Well, as you mentioned, I, I had found success in business primarily through technology And I feel like I was a fairly successful person in all areas of my life, except really the ones that mattered the most. Uh, So it was my love life, my relationships with people that, you know, I wanted to have lifelong relationships with, such as my children and, you know, my really good friends and my extended family. I noticed that even though I, I guess by most people's standards, I'd reached a level of success, I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel like um, I was living the life that I had always dreamed of. So I realized that kind of fairy tale (laughs) that I thought I was aiming for um, wasn't materializing and I didn't know how to get there. So because I had a background in human behavior as well, not just on the technology side and the business side, but for the last 30 or 35 years, I've studied human behavior and behavioral sciences and psychology. I actually started to intertwine the two and try to really crack the code. And and then when I did, and I found the love of my life and a very successful relationship, very successful relationships with my, you know, growing children and with extended family and everyone else. And I found wellness and health and happiness and a a lifestyle that honestly, uh, it was more about the sustainability of those things, not just finding them, but then being able to do those things consistently that I have people say, you need to bottle that. You need to share some of that because there's a lot of us that are struggling with that. That's how Life Unleashed was really born about a year ago. So I could actually take kind of the cheat sheet, if you will, or the, I don't know, the greatest hits from everything I had learned and maybe save a few people some of the bumps in the road that I had to go through in order to get to that happiness. So, Andrea, what was it that moved you from not having the relationships or not having maybe the personal life you wanted as much as the business success? What moved you from not having it to having it? What were the steps you took personally? 
Well, there's a lot of steps. I mean, we'd have to be on this this show for probably five hours to cover all the steps that I took because I took a lot of wrong steps. You know, I made a lot of mistakes. Um, but what happened was I had reached a certain level of success across uh, several businesses to where I didn't have to be involved in the daily operations. And I found myself having a little bit more free time and bandwidth. Uh, and that's when I was frustrated that I didn't have the person relationships. I didn't have the love partner that I really wanted. And I wasn't traveling the world and living the life that I had always envisioned for myself. So I immediately started thinking about the hundreds of books that I had read and not really applied, you know, the dozens and dozens of seminars and webinars and podcasts and things that I'd attended or paid attention to. And again, not really applied. And I went back and took an inventory of the things that mattered the most to me. And I got really clear on that vision. That was my first step was getting clear on what I wanted. I think most people figure out this is not what I want or what I don't want but they don't get really clear on exactly what they do want. And that has to come first because then that is what helps you plot the roadmap. Yeah. So it's so true. So what do you think is the most important aspect of life unleashed online? The most important aspect is that it's something for everyone. Um, If you're seeking, if you're searching, if you want better health, if you want a better balance in your life, if you're looking for meaning to figure out what is your true purpose or your mission? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? If you want to make a ton of money and and maybe give a ton of money or leave a ton of money, that's here too. If you want to excel in your career, there's all kinds of goodies for that. If you want to have the kind of love life that everyone else would be jealous of, that's here. Or relationships with your children or with other people in your life. So really, I think the, the most important thing is that there are enough things here that everyone would be able to see something that would resonate with them and they would find real value in. How does all of this, Andrea, relate to all of your other endeavors, particularly your your tech endeavors with technology? Yeah, I found that early days, technology was, it was fascinating for sure, but it was fairly disconnected. The more technologically advanced we got, not only as a company or several companies that I had, but as a society, the more um, we all as humans became distanced from each other. I noticed it with my teenagers, you know, I raised six kids and as they had smartphones and you know, iPads and the TVs and things in their rooms, which, you know, we can have another discussion about that. I noticed that they were texting each other from across the room. And if I wanted to get their attention, it needed to be over some type of social platform. And I realized, wait a minute, this is a problem. So not only were the technology advancements causing people to be less intimate or emotionally connected with one another. But I also noticed that there was a divergence in how people use the technology Mm -hmm. and the human behavior aspect needed to be folded back into that recipe. So it was a little later than I'd like to admit, probably about 15 years into my career in technology when I called on my behavioral science background. So I, I don't know if you know, but I'm a certified hypnotherapist and trained in NLP and design human engineering. And I was in a meeting with a very high profile company. I won't say their name, but you know them. Everyone knows them. And they wanted me to build something for them on a technological basis that I thought was going to fail, Uh, both from a technology perspective. I thought it was a little too heavy, but also from the behavioral aspect. That's when I folded in the behavioral side. And I realized I needed to be doing more than just building cool tech. I needed to be contemplating or considering that user experience in a way that was very human and that hadn't been going on in the marketplace. That's when I found my real success, both in business and my aha moment that informed my life's mission and purpose, which was to help everyone that I encountered. Yeah. And one of the things I'd like to bring up is this whole um, combination of the tech and the human behavior, because sometimes what happens, what you said with your kids, is we end up leaning towards social media or toward technology at the risk of our own personal relationships, you know, and we stop communicating as well as we could. So how do you work with your clients, because you have both, to show them how each has its place? How do you integrate it so that you're not, you know, uh, in one camp or the other in terms of just being on tech or just being able to communicate. 
Yeah, I think it's unrealistic to expect anyone to not have technology involved in their lives. Now, obviously, there's uh, different ratios for everyone. But what I found was that when you work with people one-on-one, when you go to a workshop or a live event, people were having these mega epiphanies, these big moments of massive change in their life. And then they would go back to reality and they would get back on social media and they felt somehow compelled to present a life that was maybe more grandiose than it was and, you know, present things with the rose colored glasses. What I found worked best was not doing it all online because you didn't have enough of the human touch and not doing it all 100% in person because it wasn't realistic to maintain that kind of momentum when they went kind of back to their real life. What I found was a hybrid model where you're able to mix online learning, lessons, videos, exercises that you can do, as well as in-person events. We do all kinds of virtual meetings. We have ask anything calls. So it's the combination of using the technology as a tool and enabling the resources for much more convenience, but also folding in that human interaction, the community and the one-on-one experience that you get, that's when real change happens. Mm. But it seems to me from everything you're saying, your real skill, because you have such an expertise in in both areas, is showing people how to use them together. Yeah, it's being able to uh, unlock their power being able to show them how they have resources inside themselves and that if they get really clear on what it is that they want, they have the ability from the comfort of their own living room or if they feel like they want to go out and meet other people, they lack that social circle or network that they want, they can change their life. They don't have to have super skills or you know be superhuman or remarkable in some way. Mm-hmm. They can become the remarkable person that they want to be from the convenience of the technology along with whatever is comfortable for them on human interaction. All right. And we're going to take a break on that note. And we are talking to Andrea Beach. And she is the founder and chief executive officer of several companies, ranging from software, custom software and mobile app development to healthcare and networks, and her newest venture, which again is Life Unleashed Online. And we'll talk about that more. And who are the people or what is the group or what's the target audience of Life Unleashed Online? And some of the techniques that Andrea uses as a hypnotherapist and neuro-linguistic program um, trained uh, person as well. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host, keynote speaker, and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now, she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for the Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get Unchained. Tune in every Wednesday for Unchained TV on the Voice America Variety Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. 
If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show are back my guest is andrea beach She's the founder and chief executive officer of several companies, ranging from custom software and mobile app development to healthcare, IoT networks. And her newest venture, which we're talking about today, is LifeUnleashed.online. Her company is called Life Unleashed. Andrea Beach is an entrepreneur. She's an investor, a humanitarian, and a highly acclaimed life and business coach. And she empowers people from all over the world. And that's what we're talking about today. Welcome back, Andrea. Thank you. All right. So tell us about the target audience of people who enroll in this lifeunleashed.online program. Well, I think the content would benefit anyone, truly of any age. I really feel the sweet spot is middle age. And the reason why is because um, let's take middle-aged women first. A lot of middle-aged women um, go through this kind of metamorphosis when their children move up and out and that empty nest syndrome where they've always been, say, Jason's mom, and now they struggle with their identity. Or maybe they've been stuck in a career for 36 years and they're bored to death, but they feel like they don't know what else they might be trained or capable of doing, so they feel a little bit stuck. Oftentimes, you know, this goes for men and women at middle age. There's this feeling of we've been married for a while and now we kind of feel like roommates. And sure, we love each other, but there's really no passion or spark anymore. And I'm a little fatter. I'm a little more wrinkly. I'm a little um, less than I thought I was going to be at this age. And so there is this moment. We do talk about midlife crisis and you hear this. uh, Unfortunately, you hear it more often referred to for men. I think men and women go through this absolutely in middle age where we start to reevaluate, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is my mission? And is this really all my life is going to be? And I think that if we're not careful, we could fall into a little bit of a depression or even have anxiety about it. And so the target demographic is anyone looking to improve their life in, in pretty much any area of their life, but specifically people that want the second half of their life to be amazing. They want to live their ultimate dream life. And maybe they just don't know how, but they're open to it and they're willing to put in some work to get there. Hmm. So it's for primarily women, but men benefit because they're part of the decision-making process in this? No, I, I, I think originally I thought it was going to be aimed toward middle-aged women because let's face it, I'm a middle-aged woman. And I thought that was going to be who I resonated with. I, I was really surprised to end up having more men followers and fans and evangelists than women. Uh, and I think it was for two reasons. Um, I have a little bit controversial things that I talk about that does not follow the typical Snapchat, you know, Instagram model that you see online um, where people are talking about, oh, you as women are completely empowered. You do whatever you want to do. You have no responsibility and men should fall at your feet. Um, So I do talk about more traditional values and the fact that um, there are some things that women need to do in order to be better partners for their men as well. And I think that probably started the men being interested in the following. But then when I realized I was working with couples, it took two, of course. You know, it takes both of you to improve a relationship. And if you want to improve your financial freedom or you want to have a better quality of life, creating that vision map for your future together requires men and 
and women to participate. So then what I realized was, well, wait a minute. I had so many guys that said, can you help me accelerate in my career? You know, I'd love to see some of the success in my career that you've talked about to the women or how do we improve our sex life? And the guys were obviously very interested in that or how to leave money to your kids, things like that. So it started for women. But now I would say it's equal opportunity and there are programs for both and there are programs for each individually. Okay. Let's talk about the techniques that you use, like hypnotherapy, NLP, NLP, neuro linguistic program, DHE, design human engineering. So take each one and, and talk about how do you how you utilize them. Sure. Um, and so just to be clear, um, these online courses and these programs and live events that we do, you're not coming to a room and being hypnotized or you're not going online and watching videos, you know, where we're putting you under hypnosis or anything like that. Now, we could certainly do that, but um, the better way that we have found to do it is to incorporate the the skills, the techniques, the resources, really the greatest hits of the things that work and just put them into the actual content itself. So it's more for you as the end consumer or the beneficiary of the content to train you and help you understand how to better utilize some of these resources. So for example, um, there's a course online on advanced negotiation tactics. There's a Another one called How to Spot a Liar. And these courses are really popular, both for business and people love them in their personal lives as well, because we are in negotiation tactics all day long, especially if you have teenagers. But the idea is to be able to, to empower everyone with the things that work in hypnosis or NLP or DHE. It's not to use it on the participants, so to speak. Talk about some of the techniques of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, in terms of being able to match and mirror what someone else does and why that's Sure. Yeah. So, so we have something called pacing and leading. So if you are, for example, trying to communicate and connect with somebody, whether you're doing it over Zoom or in person, however you're communicating, you want to match their same pace of you know, energy, their same uh, level of enthusiasm. You know, if they're speaking very rapidly, you don't want to come on and talk very quietly and slowly because that doesn't match. So if you can pace them and then slowly lead them to an area that you want, maybe talking about a particular topic or calming them down or getting them to a place of real connection and intimacy, and I don't just mean physical intimacy, um, that's one technique. Another NLP technique that we use quite a bit is reframing. So the idea of reframing is if you have a particular output in mind. So in a relationship, for example, if you want to rekindle the spark and that's your idea of, of exactly how you want that to look, expanding or potentially um, completely obliterating the frame that you have for that and replacing it with something else, maybe all you need, your subconscious can handle the rest. So instead of labeling it or putting boxes or limitations on what you think you or your partner can or can't do, sometimes just simply shifting that frame, we call it mind shifting, um, or allowing your brain to expand its horizons and possibilities is all you need. And we do a lot of that in the programs. Yeah. And that's, that's so important because if you can't reframe, then you're going to be stuck in that old image, correct? Correct. Correct. And you're bound by the limitations of what you already know or have already experienced. Yeah, true. Talk a little bit before we go to break, talk a little bit about what DHE is, Design Human Engineering. So Design Human Engineering is more like a a control panel. If you think about NLP as the resources, the tools, or the skill set, um, then the design human engineering portion is your ability to access those things at will. Um, and if you think about speaking, so neuro-linguistic programming often has to do with the words that you speak, embedded commands or a tone of voice, or you know maybe saying something in a particular way we call sleight of mouth. Design human engineering also brings into play where you reference things. So if you ever ask somebody, what'd you have for breakfast? And they kind of look up and off to the side and you go, what are you looking at? Well, that's where their brain stores that file. 
in their mind, right? So let's say you do it with something more useful. You uh, Maybe you're new in a relationship and you're trying to create some some level of emotional intimacy and you ask somebody, have you ever met somebody and as soon as you met them, you just instantly liked them, you trusted them and felt comfortable with them and you watch their eyes. That person might look off to the side or at a particular area. Well, you move or position yourself into that area where they're looking. They won't even realize or know why they're feeling so emotionally attached to you. It's because you have now centered yourself in the middle of their file of where their brain keeps that trust and and that level of emotional intimacy. So that sounds manipulative, and that's that was, not at all. That what was we my teach. question. That was my question. That was my right. next question. Was could you could people use that to manipulate people? Sure. I mean, you can use Jedi powers for good or evil, right? So these are just resources, and there are ways um, that you can communicate better. You can have you know more impactful relationships, and all the things that you want. I would not recommend using any type of manipulation tactics. Those are always fleeting. Um, they're never, you know, without consequence. So, like I said, the the content itself is really meant to empower you and to give you the tools to expand your mind and really increase your communication skills. It's never meant to manipulate. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Andrea about AI, artificial intelligence. You know, what's her prognosis of the future of AI? Um, What are we going to see specifically? And since she's an authority on technology and consumer behavior, what are the trends that Andrea sees happening over the next years? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And we'll be back right after the break with Andrea Beach. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burrows and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burrows and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. It is time to change the negative narrative of divorce. Families are hungry for a different option. Listen to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. You will discover how to function as one family living in two homes. There are high-functioning, stable, and happy divorce families living in your neighborhood. What's their secret sauce? What did their journey look like? Do they have regrets or recommendations? Let's find out. It's never too late to have a good divorce. The Good Divorce Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. All who live face a time of passing. Is death the end, or will souls enter an afterlife? Have you ever wondered about historical figures and what they would say if they were alive today? Psychics and authors Barry and Connie Strom will use their gift of spirit communication to answer questions and channel spirits concerning the hereafter. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Barry and Connie Strom at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone we're back my guest is andrea beach we're talking about 
technology, human development, how the two can work together. Andrea Beach is the founder and CEO of both Access, Access Network and Beachfront Custom Development. And she's a leading authority on technology and consumer behavior. She's advised Fortune 500 companies, mentored a variety of startups, and created engaging activations for some of the world's largest brands. She now is really working with the human part of this or the human side or the empowerment side, left brain and right brain, if you will, combined with her newest venture, LifeUnleashed.online. And she's a humanitarian and highly acclaimed life and business coach. And we're talking about her newest venture, LifeUnleashed.online, and the company is Life Unleashed. And we've talked about the work she does in helping clients uh, understand technology and their own behavior through hypnotherapy, NLP, design human engineering, and also bringing in how, again, we can use technology in the mix of all of this. Welcome back, Andrea. Thank you. All right, let's add another component into this, which a lot of people are afraid to talk about or nervous about, and that is AI, which is artificial intelligence. So you've developed an expertise in this. And the question is, where are we with AI? How will it help us? What are the benefits? What are the dangers? Well, like it or not, AI is here. And it may scare some people, but I will say that the bell curve is strong with this one. So individuals and especially businesses that do not jump on this bandwagon will be left behind. Um, We will see more disruption with AI uh, probably over the next five to 10 years, not 15 to 20, as most trends are. This one is much faster than we have seen since the invention of the internet and the evolution of the smartphone. Um, it will not only impact each individual's ability to accelerate in their personal career, but businesses and particularly small businesses will see the biggest leapfrog effect if they can embrace AI. And the the small, the little companies can actually play like the big boys if they jump on board and leverage it because it's a brand new open playing field. There are no advantages with the large companies with deep pockets over some of the advantages that are available to small businesses these days. And how do people use AI effectively in terms of advantages? Well, it depends on the industry um, and depends on your particular role or skill set and what job you might have. But a few examples are if you normally would take for example, hours and hours to write newsletters or briefings or reports, or you're creating any type of content, it can all be done in a matter of moments and not only save you hours of your time, but if you will actually use it as the, I call the 80-20 rule um, on AI is really important, uh, where you put in the topics and the main key objectives and subject matter that you want, let AI do the heavy lifting. And then you do your 20% over the top, which is editing and adding in your own voice and making some of your own modifications. It can not only save you tremendous amounts of time, but also money as a small business. You don't have to hire as many people as you used to have to hire. So content creation is one. Another one would be uh, anything that you can do to personalize the experience for your end consumer. So if you can personalize shopping. You can personalize customer service. Uh, We're seeing this a lot in the healthcare space where personalized medicine or personalized treatment plans are coming along. And I really think one of the most exciting things that we're going to see is the combination of AI with other technologies. So in particular, virtual reality. So if you're, you're using it for everything from therapy to personalized entertainment. Mm. And when you use AI, is, is it important to source it, to say, this is where I got this information from or no? Personally, I don't think so. We all have the internet. You know, we've been Googling things for years and people don't go on and say, oh, I got the impetus for this project or the idea for this conversation from something I read on Google or something I read on Facebook. 
Um, I really don't think we have to do that with AI. Now, you're certainly welcome to do it. Um, again, I don't ever recommend somebody just put some input into an AI like ChatGPT, for example, and then take whatever it spits out and turn it in with their name on it. I, I think it's robotic. I think it's inadequate. I don't think it actually um, serves its true purpose doing it that way. So I do think it requires some customization and some thoughtfulness when using it. And if you do that, no, I think it becomes your work. Mm -hmm. What do you see coming down the pike in terms of trends with technology in the next four or five years beside AI? Oh, besides AI? Well, I think it will inform a lot of other technologies. So we've already started seeing some security measures. So facial recognition, as well as um, retinal scans, fingerprints, things like that. AI will become the backbone that makes those more powerful. Gaming, uh, one of my companies, we do a lot in the gaming space and also things like lottery and stuff like that. And when we're developing custom software or mobile applications to that effect, we are leveraging multiple technologies at the same time. People don't realize they use AI all the time. If you use Zoom, if you shop on Amazon, if you're on Netflix, you're using AI. You just don't realize it's there in the background. It's it's actually recommending products or shows or it's making your experience more curated. So to answer your question more directly, I believe that the evolution and Moore's law on how quickly we're getting to better, smarter technology solutions is going to all be supercharged because of AI. Mm -hmm. So the information will be much faster. And more curated. It'll be more personalized for the end user and more effective based on whatever the context is you're needing it for. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. What AI is doing is gathering information from many different sources and combining it and putting it together? Yes, and... It's also running it through contextual filters, and it's using um, inference in its own machine learning way to figure out what it thinks you're trying to seek as far as understanding clarification or knowledge. So it's more than just a synthesis of information and combining it. It's also filtering it and trying to process it much like a human would. If you were to ask a professor or ask a subject matter expert um, a question about their field, they would do the exact same process. That's how it was modeled. Hmm. So in working with your clients, Andrea, maybe for clients who aren't technologically savvy, what would you say is the first thing people need to do to kind of be able to round out their skills so they can really function, even if they're not computer savvy, but that they can function in this new world, really, of technology? Well, specifically speaking about AI, it's so easy for anyone that's familiar with a computer um, to go on ChatGPT and play. Just go on and play with a subject that feels very low stakes. You know, it doesn't have to be something that's daunting or scary. You could go on and say, I want to create a birthday invitation for my granddaughter's, you know, 16th birthday, or, or I want to send a really sweet note of thanks and appreciation to my old high school music teacher who's about to, you know, retire. Can you help me write that? And they will be absolutely floored at not only how fast it comes out, but how well thought out and how beautifully written it is. And it's just getting better every day. So that's what I would recommend for somebody who feels like this is scary and they don't even know how to dip their toe in the water. Just go on any search engine, go up to chat GPT and create your own profile and just start playing with it. And then eventually you'll see other ways you can incorporate it into your life for ease of use. And is that the best website, ChatGPT? ChatGPT is the most prevalent. Um, there are many. In fact, last time I checked, about a week and a half ago, there were right around 37 of the AI platforms, like natural language processing platforms platforms. BARD is another one. There are many, many, and a lot of them are being combined into big data lakes or into big forums um, with a user interface. Now, for example, with companies, you have to decide how you want to use it 
if you're going to protect your internal data and, for example, HIPAA compliance, you can't just go up online and put something into chat GPT. We've actually created a product that has a firewall or, if you will, kind of a walled garden that a company can have the benefit of all 30 six different natural language machine learning AI platforms, but while keeping and maintaining the privacy of all of their data internally. It's like pulling in garden hoses into their own private swimming pool, if you will. So it's very different for individuals than it is for businesses. You have to be careful about privacy. Mm-hmm. And you can check that, right? I mean, can can you check that if you're concerned? I mean, how would you test that before the mistake is made? With privacy. How would you test the privacy of whatever platform you're using? I mean, is that if, the question? I think the question is, as you're working on it and you're not sure, and maybe you have, as you said, violated privacy, how do you prevent that? Well, I would prevent it before uh, ever engaging by just realizing that Anytime you were going to an open sourced platform, what that means is if you can go into um, the website off of a search engine, say you go up to Google, you type in chat GPT, you create your own account, you are open to basically the entire World Wide Web. So if you would not share personal or private or confidential information up there, don't do it with AI. Um, you have to have a protected firewalled, you know, subscription-based version of this internally for your company before you should feel safe. All right. Thank you. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk to Andrea. You know, as a behaviorist, changes she's seen over the last three years during the pandemic. And now, um, you know, even though COVID, it's still with us, not in the same way, but is she still seeing those changes in terms of the return to work from a hybrid then going into returning to work, what is she seeing? And then a little bit about her own interests, her diverse interests that she's developed over the years. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit more about Andrea. Uh, Andrea is an entrepreneur, an investor, a humanitarian, and a highly acclaimed life and business coach. She's empowered thousands of people from around the world. Having started, grown, and sold several successful companies, she's considered a leading authority on business, technology, and consumer behavior. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Bright Horizons College Coach, a team of former admissions and financial aid officers, the show takes a deep dive on subjects such as choosing the best essay topic, negotiating merit aid, and navigating the common app. Listeners will learn what really goes into college acceptance decisions from the experts who used to make them. New episodes drop Thursdays on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back with Andrea Beach who is founder and chief executive officer of several companies and ranging from custom software and mobile app development to healthcare and IoT networks. She is also um, the founder of Beachfront Custom Development and a leading authority on technology and consumer behavior. Her newest venture is lifeunleashed.online and the company is Life Unleashed. And she is also a humanitarian and a highly acclaimed business coach and life coach and has empowered thousands of people from around the world. So welcome back, Andrea. Thank you so much. about COVID, how COVID changed things in terms of the way we work. You know, it was almost 100% on-site work. Then it went to almost 100% remote work. And now it's a lot of hybrid work. There are not that many companies, unless it's absolutely necessary for you to be there, that have a hundred percent on site. So how has that changed things from where you sit? Well, it's no surprise that people got used to working, you know, from home on Zoom in their PJs, at least on the bottom. And they like the freedom of being there for when their kids get off the bus or, you know, if they need to go let the dog out. However, there are certain industries that um that suffered by not having the community communal interaction of an office, as well as the uh, the dressing up. And I'm smiling as I'm saying this because when you dress up and you, you know, have to walk into a place of business and put your shoulders back and shake someone's hand and look them in the eye, there's a very different energy about your day. There's a different feeling that happens. And that was sorely missed on the back end of COVID. So there are some industries that really don't need it at all, but have pulled people back into the office simply for that that behavioral aspect. There is a benefit to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But again, the hybrid gives you the both, right? That's sure. Hybrid. You get the efficacy and you get the convenience. Um, Nobody wants to sit in traffic for, you know, an hour or two a day. You get all of the additional work. It's actually more productive to have employees or staff be working from home as long as they have the type of position or role that can do that from a computer. However, if you have anything that deals with training, um, any type of growth mindset, empowerment type of work, or you're actually working with clients where they're entrusting either their finances to you or something about their health, they want to see you. They want to feel you. They need an in-person visit as well. So hybrid really is the best of both. Share a little bit about you. I mean, you have a lot of interest, race car driving. Um, You drive a Lexus race car, RCF. Mm-hmm. How did you get involved in that? And how does that tie in <laughs> to everything else that you believe and you do and your values? Well, I'll, yeah, I'll start with the the end of that first. So I had put my head down and worked so long and so hard that I wasn't having fun in my life. And I came from nothing. And I feel like I I did it wrong more than I did it right until I finally figured out how to have that level of success. But I was always walking forward with my head down in life. I was always trying to get to the next thing. And it took quite a, a few people to say, hey, maybe just pick your head up and smell the roses. Your life is pretty darn good. And after a while, I realized, yeah, I'm missing my life. So I wanted to have fun. I wanted to look back at whenever my final days are and say, I did it all. I had a heck of a good life. Not just I worked really hard to finally get to a place of comfort. So I got involved with racing and cars and things like that because I'd always liked cars. I'd always um, wanted to be more involved. In fact, I love the idea of owning or having supercars 
but I just never thought I could. It always felt like it was out of reach. And I launched a company um, and it had quite a bit of success right upon launch. And actually it's funny, I launched it right before COVID, um, three weeks before COVID shut everything down. And it was such a successful launch that I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out and buy this race car. And I did. And three weeks later, COVID shut that company down permanently. (laughs) So we can never, predict, but guess what? I did not get rid of the race car and I still enjoy it today. And I actually leaned into that. So not just racing, you know, but cars in general. And so it was my lesson to myself to smell the roses and live life to the fullest. And on that note, what are your closing thoughts for our listeners and everything we've talked about today from human development to empowerment, to technology, to everything, even the race car driving. What is your philosophy? I mean, you have, as you said, had your ups and downs. You have now found love in your life again. What do you say to people who are struggling? Your message. You owe it to yourself to go spend some time really thinking about what you want the rest of your life to look like. You know, we get one shot at this. So, what would your life look like if you dreamed it to be the biggest, most amazing, wonderful version of itself possible? And be fanciful, be crazy, take out a piece of paper and laugh as you write things down and talk about the trips that you would take and the people that you would help and the crazy sex that you would have in unusual places and all the wonderful things that makes our life fascinating. Write it all down. And then what I'm here to tell you is that it's possible. I have seen so many transformations of people that were bored and exhausted in their life that now make more money, travel the world, have the kind of love life other people are jealous of, and they can't even believe it themselves themselves. So it is possible, but it starts with getting really clear on what you want and what you don't want. And once you get really clear, seek out the resources. I'm happy to help, but there's thousands of other people out there. There's books, there's resources that you can seek out to figure out how to get those things that you want and then make incremental progress every single day. Step by step, you'll get there, or at least you'll get somewhere on that journey that's better than where you are now. So it is possible. So just go for it. Thank you. How can people find you, Andrea? AndreaBeach.me is probably the easiest way. And then, of course, LifeUnleashed.online is a good resource. There's all kinds of open resources on there. And then I'm on all the social platforms as well. And so there's a lot of opportunity for people to take classes or work with you or find resources. Sure. I do business coaching. I do life coaching and uh, relationship coaching as well. I have a fantastic team. And then there's online courses and ways they can do a DIY model if they want all on their own, of course. Which is do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the program. It's um, been very enlightening and very inspiring. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, this wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Um, You can find me, patriciaraskin.com. And if you'd like to do your own podcast and get your message out so that people really know who you are uh, and really hear the backstory and, and you want people to know you on a deeper level, then please contact me. I have interviewed over 5,000 people in my career, and I would be very happy to help you put together your podcast. And this is all on my website, patriciaraskin.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. And you can get a copy of my newsletter by going on my website or writing to me, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.